Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Again, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. Growing up, I played a lot of sports with my brothers, and it was quite enjoyable until injuries come around. So those of you that know of injuries know that it's no fun. And I've had a couple different shoulder surgeries from basketball, especially. And my shoulder was hurting a lot right towards my last year or two of seminary. And so I thought to myself, well, I should get surgery on my right shoulder before I'm ordained a priest because I'm going to have a lot of work to do. Right? So I want things to be working okay. So I went in and had surgeries down in California, talked to the doctor, did the surgery, the recovery, everything. Didn't work. Right? Shoulder actually felt worse. And it was chronic pain all the time, all day, whatever I was doing, it hurt. And that was for about a year or two. And so I had, you know, one of the priests I was living with anointed me and I was praying for God's will. And I tried all sorts of different things, different medical techniques and things to try, and nothing seemed to quite work. And then so I decided, well, I'm just going to take a chance here and just get some second and third opinions and go see some other doctors too. It became this whole to-do. Well, I ended up coming to a hospital up in Seattle. Uh, I was living in Tacoma at the time, and just by chance, maybe, met with this doctor, and the doctor said, well, what's your profession? I said, I'm a Catholic priest. And he said, well, I go to St. Luke's in Shoreline and have three of my own kids in the school there, this kind of deal. And then he sat down and really talked to me about everything going on. And he had this great line. He said, what do you want to be able to do with your shoulder? And I said, I need to be able to do this, a little bit of this, and a couple of those. That's it. <laughs> I was like, that's all I'm looking for, right? Just kind of basics. And he said, we can do it, Father, right? We can do it. And, but we're going to have to go in there. We're going to have to tighten it down, do all these sorts of things. Praise the Lord. Did a great surgery. Now it's, you know, I, I'm not going to be throwing a baseball anytime soon, but it's pain-free, right? I can go about the basic things of the day. It took a while to get there. Look at the healing stories that we hear in the Gospels. In particular, the one we hear today. This man is born uh, deaf. He can't speak right because he can't hear. Huh? 
And what happens? There's a couple things. The reality and then the symbol. The reality is that the man was healed. Jesus took him off on his own, away from the crowds and distractions. And it's very peculiar. Did you hear it? He puts his ears and his, his fingers in his ears and then a little bit of spit and touches his tongue. Very earthly, right? Very tangible kind of ways of healing. And then it says that he's healed. You know, it's the same uh, image that we use during the baptism rite called the ephetha, right? In baptism, after we baptize a child, I bless the ears and the mouth, asking that the Lord will open their ears to hear the word of God and open their mouth to be able to proclaim the word of God. Right? That's the symbolic side of this healing that happens for this man. We also see that it's immediate for him. He's healed. Jesus goes through and heals in various ways through the Gospels. But also, if you go back to Isaiah, there's this future promise of healing, right, from the prophets. That there's going to be one who's going to come, and people will be healed, and there'll be water in the desert, and there'll be fruitfulness. You have to think historically. For a lot of these people, if you go back to like the Babylonian captivity, or you go to different moments in salvation history... Sometimes it was generations of families before God's fulfillment would become apparent. I'm not talking like a week, right? Oh, I'm waiting for God's will to be here. But years and years. Imagine being the prophet in those contexts, right? And being like, don't worry. I know things look bad now, but Yahweh is going to take care of us 40 years from now. That's a tough message to hear, isn't it? Right? Because oftentimes we want to see those things corrected now. Right? We want things to be as they should be now. Me too. But yet we see throughout salvation history that the Lord is going to work in the Lord's time. It's encouraging when we hear the gospel stories because it reminds us of the power of Jesus desiring to heal. And we believe that Jesus continues to offer healing to us in sacraments, in the scripture, that we have an opportunity to listen more closely to the word of God, to draw closer to Jesus, to ask the Lord to help us be stewards of what we kind of take in and then how we offer the word of God to others. And you know, the, the second reading we heard this morning too speaks about whether poor or rich, it doesn't matter. We're all one in the body of Christ. Why? Because we all need the Lord. We all need the Lord's healing. Because in this life, things fall apart. Sometimes our body, sometimes our relationships, sometimes work situations, sometimes our faith life goes through difficulties. And I just invite all of us this morning in your own faith life, to pray and to ask the Lord, is there one part of your life where you could use the Lord's healing right now? Is there one part of your life where you need the Lord to come and be with you and provide healing and strength? That might be a physical ailment, that might be a relationship, lack of forgiveness, that might be a challenge in your own faith. It might be some sort of situation where you're trying to discern God's will. It might be some sort of past hurt. 
But is there one place that you could ask the Lord to come and heal you? Do that. I don't think it was by chance that I met that doctor, right? That nice Catholic doctor. Right? The Lord provides, but it took me a while to get there. And how did the Lord provide? Prayer, sacraments, other people in the body of Christ to help us along the way. Bring what you need to the Lord for healing. He has done all things well.